Father, Help 
carry on to kiss and help. I'm Glenn Tigland, I'm Glenn Side and help. Better than plenty to help you. I'm pre on time to help you. Carry on scandal to help you. Carry on the Glendian scandal to help I'm the old stick, Glenn, you now. And the enjoy help. And the enjoy help. And the enjoy help. And the enjoy help. And she enjoy help. I enjoy help. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Of Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Oh, bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Maranama Kienda Naikis. Ramaelia Ramahan. Maranama Shagre Ande. Sian Lori Hermai. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Maranehal Daniel Sarai. Maranahan Yosef.
the ointment of the first, the ointment of the first, the ointment of the first is beginning to raise many. The ointment of the first is beginning to raise many. The ointment of the first is beginning to raise many. The ointment that raised him from the beginning even unto the end is beginning to raise many. Is beginning to raise many. Is beginning to raise many. The ointment, the anointing on him is flowing for to raise many. The grace, grace is for priesthood. Grace is for priestly. Grace is for raising full men. Christ. Grace is for raising full men. Christ is beginning to be shared and opened up to men. Is beginning to shed abroad in the hearts of men. Graces, graces, graces made available. Ointments, anointings, anointings. Graces of the first is opened up. Graces of the first is opened up. Graces, anointings, ointment, ointments of the first is opened up for priesting, for raising, for perfecting of your priesthood. Says the Spirit of. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Manakaradoste. Lord Jesus, we bless you this morning. We honor you, Son of God. We we reverence you. Shebrea Tavano Vardes Keskia Fahano. Thank you for the measures of yourself which you are causing to flow to us. Your, your grace, your person, your anointing. Thank you for the gift of you. Thank you. We even thank your Father this morning for bringing you forth as a provision, for raising you up upon the earth and building you up, making you even to ascend into heaven, to, to minister for us where you are right now at this right hand, ever living, to make intercession for your people. We, we honor you, great high priest of good things to come, our high priest, our Lord Jesus. We worship your name this morning. We bless you. Me, Gejoyle, Sevi, Eljamil, Kyle, Tamaldo, Alden, Sile, Debreleville, Setirif, Hefren, Febrenor, Febrenor, Febrenor. Thank you for the access to your Father, which you give to us, that by you we are able to have access to Him. Thank you for even the school of the Spirit, that school where you have raised Lord for every soul to come under and for to fetch blessing to fetch your life to fetch your grace to fetch your anointing we honor you this morning Lord Jesus Lord we ask that you will prepare a table before us today that we will not eat our own things we will not eat of our own thoughts but open up a channel this morning, Lord Jesus. May let blessings, things, blessed things flow from you to our heart. I pray, Lord, for the enriching of hearts. I ask, Lord, let there be a ministration of spirit 
giving of spirit, an impartation of spirit, an impartation of grace, an impartation of your oil, of your anointing, as you have prophesied, as you have said this morning to us, Father, take the vessel, take this tongue, take this mind, this heart, use it as your instrument, Lord, of blessing today. Uh, thank you for the great supply of the spirit we have this morning may it permeate the the airwaves and move into homes and hearts and people for everyone who is under the, the sound of this world thank you father we give all the glory to your name and we bless your holy name this morning in jesus name we pray amen, amen. hallelujah Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Good morning to everybody. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, let's open our Bibles. Praise. Hope everyone is doing fine. Today, greetings to everybody online um, who's joining us. Praise God. Um, I know they said we went into red zone again in Ontario, but it's okay. We put our trust in God that this season will end soon. Praise God. Um, I, I feel that it won't be too long again until we were able to meet and we're able to gather together for praise God. And the Lord sees our our need, Amen. And He will, in His time, He will He will make it possible. Praise God. But um, I trust the Lord; He's still blessing us, and He will continue to bless us in the way that He can. Amen. Praise God. Um, thank you, Father. We give you praise to this morning. Um, Lord Jesus, just come and take your word by your spirit and and um, use it to bless our hearts richly Amen. today in the name of Jesus Amen. praise God Amen. Amen Amen praise the Lord Amen. thank you Father praise the Lord <coughs> uh, so Genesis let's go to Genesis chapter Chapter 1, <clears throat> Genesis 1, I, I will read from verse, uh, let's see, I think we can read even 22, I'm uh, just seeing the... In verse 22, amen. Here they say, amen. amen. See, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the sea, and let fowl multiply the earth. Praise God. Um, so that was the first time that the, we saw the, the, um, the idea of blessing in the scriptures. Praise the Lord. First time we saw the idea of blessing in the scriptures. Is it possible for us to come somehow? Amen. <laughs> I don't want to be. Maybe I should face you guys like this. So that's how I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I have to. Coming to minister, I have to connect with you. Otherwise, it will be difficult for me. Praise God. 
you know, you know I'm still learning, learning work, so I'm not yet an expert. Praise God. <clears throat> and this is a lot better. Amen. Thank you, Father. Um, so, the, the first, the idea of blessing, we see that in, in verse 22 of Genesis. Now, of course, that first time he was speaking to the, he wasn't speaking to man. He was speaking to the, um, verse 21, it says that he created the great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly and after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Amen. Amen. And then, and God saw it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the sea, and, and let fowl multiply in the earth. But in verse, in chapter 28, uh, it says, And God blessed them, and, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea praise god and over the fowl of the air and over the every living thing that moveth upon the earth praise god so when god blessed man you see god can god can bless anything right god actually there was nothing that God created that was without blessing. God actually blessed everything. And God is that need, God has that kind of nature to him. God will not create without blessing. He actually blesses God because he himself is blessed. Amen. So you see the word blessing actually means the an, an empowerment to fulfill purpose. Praise God. It means an empowerment to do what? To fulfill purpose. So it's very clear that the purpose of these creatures, he was referring to in verse 22, was to, to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the waters of this, in the sea, and, and let fowl multiply in the earth. Mm. Praise God. And so there was a, a physical blessing that the Lord put upon these entities um, that he created. But when it came to man, God blessed man also. But God added something to man's blessing that makes us realize that man is not only blessed physically, but man also is blessed with something higher than what the creatures were blessed with. Because man was blessed with something that can make him have dominion, praise God, over the earth. Amen. So the blessing in verse 28 was more than just the blessing of increasing, but it's a kind of an increase. Praise God. And all the fruitfulness of man is a kind of fruitfulness and multiplication. Praise God. And all that that can bring that can make the man become superior mm. to the earth. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the man's blessing, that God blessed him here, was a, a special kind of blessing. Uh, praise God. Hallelujah. And so anything that is blessed is, anything that is blessed is empowered mm. by God mm. 
amen, to do, carry out something. And when you see the earth, the way the earth is, um, or the, the way God created the earth, the earth was empower, is empowered by God mm-hmm. to, to carry on its life mm-hmm. a certain way. There's actually an empowerment. And in those, um, when you go into nature and different aspects of nature, you find that it's as if there is something invisible making things just work the way they do. Things hardly break. And it's, that thing is significant because you need to understand the, the, the way the, 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 the way the corrupted parts of nature are or operate. The way the corrupted part of nature operates, which is like man, for example, who was able to, who spirits came and said, okay, we're going to focus on these guys and we're going to interfere with their, operate, their, their life. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And that was, we're going to really interfere with how the laws and the things that God has put in order for them to live. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so God, so when you look at man's side of things, when anything that involves man does not work correctly. Like if you leave anything that involves man, just let it, let it fulfill its natural course, it's going to end in destruction and it's going to end in death. <laughs> Praise God. Which is the opposite of the nature. When you, nature, if you leave, the best thing to do to nature is leave it alone. Because nature was blessed. Yes, Praise God, and everything in, in there is empowered to. They are empowered to do their job. Yes, Praise God. You see, even the little. I think they said even the little insects. They have their part they play yes, in making sure that everything goes well, and they don't fail. They don't break. They don't stop. It's just a program that's continuously going there. Yes, Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, now, but when you come to anything that involves man, man's nature, man's behavior. Praise God. It's degenerative, and it is some. It is. It rather it tends towards destruction. That if men leave things and don't take pay attention to things, gradually those things will degenerate until they get become completely useless. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. And if man goes into nature and tampers anything there. It will spoil it in such a way that he has to keep managing it because he interferes with the blessedness, the the arrangement that God has put around things. Are you seeing? So you now realize what what that means when God said, Cost is the ground for your sake. I mean, the ground is not cost, it's just when you show, anywhere you show up. (laughs) Are you getting? (laughs) Praise God that anytime you see even that cursed. Attribute in in the ground. When I say ground, it means everything, including what is bringing forth the organization of the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. That any time you see that attribute of something not working properly, oh, man has been here. Man has tampered with it. Praise God. It means that it's for man's sake that the earth begins to operate wrongly, the way it doesn't. Do you realize that a lot of sicknesses and things that men suffer, animals normally don't suffer them? 
you see animals it's very hard for you to find an animal who's having problem who cannot give the childbirth mm -hmm. praise god they've been mm -hmm. trying and trying and trying and trying and they can't have children <laughs> <laughs> why because god has told them here yeah, he said be fruitful multiply and replenish the earth and all of that and it's in their program to do that yeah. and they do it they don't they hardly they don't need to go to the doctor for anything amen when they are giving birth nobody is even there they don't need a, a midwife to make sure that you know a midwife is to make sure that things can go wrong when it comes to that area giving birth you better be around to make sure that anything but <laughs> that is not the way praise god you know that that even that childbearing thing was a product of also the what man had done which was mentioned in genesis as well Praise the Lord. Do you see that? So, so you know, that will now make you understand what the... If you want to, to, to see what interpret blessing, the looking at the... At, I can say nature, there's a way it, you can, it can instruct you on what a blessed thing should look like. Like the way God blessed them to fulfill all these things and they fulfill it constantly. Amen. So, so it means that blessing um, is, actually a, is actually an empowerment. Amen. Amen. Is an empowerment to fulfill purpose. Empowerment to fulfill what? Purpose. Empowerment to fulfill purpose. Anything that is Empowered to fulfill purpose is blessed. Anything that is not empowered to fulfill its purpose is not blessed. Anything that is fulfilling something else is not blessed. Praise the Lord. So this blessing, now part of man's purpose, which was revealed in Genesis chapter 28, is the having dominion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Having dominion. Amen. Amen. So I want to see if we can just look at this, interpret this thing of blessing a little bit today. Because sure. I think it's important to, to understand what this means. I think last, was it um, on Wednesday, right? We were looking at how the importance of this blessing, right? And we, at some point, we just have to take, we couldn't read all the scriptures because there are too many. We want others to take that journey in the Bible of how the blessing was removed, how they left, how God was able to find a man called Abraham, how God was able to introduce the attitude of being sensitive to being blessed. Are you getting me? So, so God had to introduce some the spirit of blessing over Israel to get them to fulfill a purpose upon, upon the earth. Praise God. Do you agree, do you agree yes. with that? Yes, that what made Israel able, and that was what the, the Lord said to, to Abraham when he was, when he was blessing him. Right? He said, I will, I will bless you. Praise God. Amen. Let's see Genesis. That's what God said to Abraham. In, in the mountain of Moriah, let's see the one he said to him. Sorry? <clears throat> Thank you, Father. That should be Genesis chapter uh, 20. 
22 now. Is that 22? Praise God. Genesis 22. Verse what? Verse 16. Okay, let's see. And then verse 15. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the word, the gate of the enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Amen. Amen. Now, when God did this to Abraham, said, In blessing I will bless thee, multiply and multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and the sand of the, upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of the enemy. Now, when God did this, God just enacted something spiritually. God enacted the he brought the spirit of blessing mm-hmm. upon Abraham. Now, that spirit of blessing is a complex, is a complex spirit in terms of it is, its operation and its dealing. Mm-hmm. Amen. That, you say blessing. 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 If a man is blessed, praise God, just to explain what I mean. If, if a man is blessed, just by, by the fact of him being blessed, his, his possession can be blessed. His shoe can be blessed. Mm-hmm. His car can be blessed. His house can be blessed. Mm-hmm. Because he's blessed, when other people's cars are spoiling, his car does not spoil. His car keeps going <laughs> just because he's blessed. Mm-hmm. Are you getting, so that thing called blessing. Blessing, the spirit of blessing, because of it, I see blessing as a mercy product. It's a, it, mm-hmm. I, I think it fountains out from the same character. Of mercy, mm. that when when a man is when a man is is blessed, blessing, blessing makes good happen. Mm. Are, are you getting me? So, so when, when you see blessing, blessing, blessing does not like limitation. When you say blessing, okay, this man, you are blessed in this aspect. It's not that then you are not blessed. Maybe you've been you've been given a certain grace in one in one particular aspect. But when you say something has been blessed, it's hard to localize blessing yeah. because blessing wants to spread. Yes. Blessing. In fact, when you know, when somebody has been blessed, being their friend, they are, you are blessed too. Yeah. Knowing them, you are blessed too. They work in your company, the company just became yes. blessed. All, all of a sudden. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you understanding what yes. the, the nature of, of blessing is? That's why blessing is powerful. So, so blessing is something that God knows that, that God can live on the earth and go away and wait for thousands of years that I trust what blessing can do. That inside blessing is intelligence. There are things inside, inside blessing, amen, amen, that can be working for a thousand. You can, you can bless somebody for generations. They, are still, they, they don't even, they have no dealings with God. They didn't do any sacrifice. They are just enjoying blessing. Like majority of Israel were enjoying blessing. It can, it can flow. Blessing can flow through lineage. 
into descendants, into descendants of descendants. And this, as long as you get what I'm saying, that's, that's the nature of blessing. Praise God. So, so imagine God came and God blessed Abraham. And when God blessed Abraham, you know, what was blessing Abraham, it was, um, the Bible said, the way we, we read it in Galatians chapter 3, it, was, it didn't even say God. It said the scripture for seeing. So they spoke about the scripture as like a, an entity with his own agency and his own praise God. He said the scripture for seeing that God would bless the, what, the Gentiles through faith. Then he went first and preached the gospel unto Abraham, saying that in you shall all nations be blessed. Praise God. So he brought the gospel and the scripture, which was the the scripture carry contains the code that blessing follows. When blessing is moving, blessing follows the code. The scripture contains the code of blessing. Praise the Lord. So that scripture and what is contained in the scripture is how God will fulfill the destiny of man. Praise God. How God will bring the the man's destiny to fulfillment. Praise God. That's what the scripture is given. The the word scripture, scripture um, is not for man. It's not for God, sorry. The scripture is what God permitted to be written concerning man's destiny. Mm. Now, now, everything in the scripture is not everything that is in God. The scripture does not contain everything that is in God. Yes. Or, or any, everything that, when it comes to the, the riches of God fully, the scripture is not meant to contain it. The scripture cannot carry it. Everything that is in God, because actually things that are in God are endless; they are boundless. Praise God! But but the Scripture can interpret God and say, okay, for for we for us to help a man to come into a place where he can access the endlessness in God, to equip man. Let's how can we? What can raise a man to a point? That point is called salvation, where he can now by his soul, soul to soul, heart to heart commune with God and begin to, to deal with the, the realm of endlessness in God. Praise God. Let us, what, what are the things of God that we can bring down and script out and write them out so that man can gain access by, by virtue of the writing? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, so when they say scripture, scripture actually means Holy Ghost. They mean the same thing. Holy Ghost is scripture. How many of you believe that? Yes, sir. Amen. So, Holy Ghost is scripture. How, why do I say that? Because Holy Ghost, scripture is, is what Holy Ghost wrote. Yes. Right? Do you know that? You know it wasn't God the Father who wrote the scripture. Yes, Neither was it the Logos who wrote. Even though the scripture speaks about God, yeah. it speaks about the Logos, it speaks yeah. about their life, it speaks about them. But out of them, they chose one person to write the, the script yes. that, can, that men can follow into God. Now, if they, they, they want to look for, okay, who should write the script of access? They, will, they have to go and meet the person who is the keeper of access. Mm. Yes, sir. The, the person who controls 
access to them. The, the, they have to bring the, the person in whom they are hiding inside. The person who carries and the person who, whenever they want to manifest, they, they don't manifest outside him. If they take him out of the, the operation, they don't have the capacity of manifestation anymore. It, like you can never see the manifestation of God outside of his Anytime you can detect God doing something, it's the spirit doing it. Yeah. Uh, praise God. Every time God is communicated, it's the spirit that carries that communication. Yes. Every time there's an impression of God, it's the spirit that brings that impression yes. of God. Every time, everything that has to do with the movement, the dealings, yeah. the doings, the activity of God. Yeah. Amen. When God thinks, it's the spirit thought. Yeah. God can't think without the Spirit. God cannot do without the Spirit. Are you getting me? Praise God. Praise the Lord. So, so the, the Spirit is the, is the writer. Whenever you are reading the Scripture, you are reading the Holy Ghost. You are reading the mind of the Holy Ghost. Of course, not everybody who, who reads the scripture is reading the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I mean, those who are reading it in an inspired way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I read in the, the mind of the, of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, who, who made, who decided that these are the words that should form the book of Genesis? Who decided that after that, we see Genesis book now. By the time it gets to Genesis chapter 50. And the last phrase, and he was put in the coffin in Egypt. That's the end of Genesis. Then the other book called Exodus, who decided what they sh- who decided what should be inside the book, who was moving. Praise God. When they were, when all these these things were being come, even after they wrote all the book, who decided how many books should be inside the Bible? You know, guys want to make you feel like it's just men who, you know, people who are looking for excuse not to believe the Bible. They say it's not just men that did everything. Praise God. Men canonized it. They left some books out. Let's go and look for those books that they left out. No. You you believe should believe all or believe nothing. Now, don't tell me you believe that. Okay, the Holy Ghost who inspired it writing, then he left it alone for, for what, praise God, for anyhow guys to just do whatever they like, throw some books out, bring some other books in. <laughs> if you, you need to understand God to know that he will not do that, God does not do such a thing. That God will fight, God will fight. And God has fought, and we saw the evidences of how he fought for the book to be composed the way it is composed at this moment. Amen. Those are all part of the operations of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. When you, when you think about the history of this book, all kinds of things happened. Wars broke out, fought nations, became angry with nations. Praise the Lord. Men died. A lot of men died, are you getting me, for the integrity of the book. And to me, that, that points to me that there's something at work. Why didn't men die for other books? I mean, just the sheer weight of, are you getting me? So, so there's, there was something supernatural. Because most of the things that were happening around the book were, are not logical. Yeah. You know, men were not with their normal senses yeah. when the book. So it was a spiritual battle that resulted in this book 
being the way it is today. Praise the Lord. So as I was saying, that the, the Holy Ghost is the, is the one who wrote the scriptures, who brought forth the scripture. So when they say that the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the, the nations, the hidden by faith, amen, it would justify them by faith, then the scripture, that's the Holy Spirit, preached the gospel to Abraham. Now, it, it must, the way the Abraham was chosen, the way Israel was chosen, the way the decisions of, I mean, when you come into the physical nation, right? How Joseph was sold by his brothers, how he ended up in Egypt, how, praise God, he ended up in Potiphar's house and then went from Potiphar's house to the to the palace and how all of that happened how when he got there he, he had favor then they shut that season down they had to wait for another pharaoh to come that knew not joseph for another for another season another so that something supernatural can occur are you getting me so that so it will be by a mighty hand they will lead them out because if the pharaoh who knew joseph was there we agree oh no joseph you've tried for us uh-uh. who are we after everything you did for our nation, you say it's time to go. Who am I not to release you guys? So you go in peace. No, but that's not the order. The spirit, the, the, the ghost was saying, no, if we do it that way, scripture will not be complete. So we have to make the scriptures complete. So when, when you see, when you're saying Holy Ghost wrote, wrote scripture, don't think of one spirit scribing something. Say, use this word now. Don't use the other word. Use the other one. And, no, don't think of that. You have to look, expand your thought yes, beyond sir. that. Yes, Don't think beyond just the, the grammatical arrangement yeah. of what they wrote. Yeah. Think about the content, what they were writing. Yeah. means before the time of writing, yes, he has been acting a drama yes, for yes, how, many, how many years. So every time how they went to Egypt, all of, those are just writings. Yeah. Now, you know, it wasn't, the Bible says, and those things were for our ensamples. Right, the, he calls that old, old order yeah. types yeah. and shadows. Yeah. It means that it is not really about necessarily the spiritual implication of those men in terms of how their own salvation worked out. Yeah. Sure. That for many of them, they landed in the same place yes. when it comes to spiritual estate. Yes. Many. So, at Hebrews 11 is a, it's a, it's an interesting book. Yeah. Eh? Right, how well, they listed men, how men who subdued kingdoms, who wrought righteousness, who did all kinds of things, and at the end they summarized all of them together. These all having obtained a good report, through faith they obtained not the promise. Uh-uh. Praise God. So after all of them did everything, they just landed at good report. All of you, good report. It's everything. So what was not the need of all the different stories, all the different wars, all the different things that was going on? It's because of a purpose of the scriptures. It's for the scriptures. It's for the scriptures. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, so you now see that this whole, the whole world of both the Old Testament 
the whole world before the Old Testament, right from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? It's it is there was actually a whole for thousands and thousands of years on the earth mm-hmm. was uh, had to do with wisdom of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that yes, wisdom of the spirit? Yes. Now, right from when man fell. You know that since that time, when it comes to the things of God, never left God. They, had, they kept man. As, as soon as God put the cherubim in the, to guard the access to the Garden of Eden, yes, the flaming sword and all that, yes, that was a sign that God has, kept, he has closed access yeah. to his things, both the leaves and the fruit. And we know the leaves is Christ. Is the, the leaves of the tree is actually the Christ portion, and the fruit is, is God Himself. Praise God. But God closed that access. And that, and that means that from that time, all through, imagine from Genesis, throughout the scripture, everything that was happening, all kinds of operations, dealings, everything that happened in the Bible, they were, those things were happening with access being closed. The whole time, God was closed. God was close in terms of when God found Abraham, when Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then their children, and he praised God till Moses came on the scene, and then Israel, and a nation was formed, and the nation began to receive the priesthood. They began to live, and the wars came, they fought wars, and all kinds of things happened. They, after a while, they entered promised land, and later they came, took them to captivity, and they went into captivity. And I used to know those drama, everything that God had been closed the whole time. In other words, in all those seasons, no man was able to reach God's things. In that time, some men went to heaven. They went to heaven, stayed there, praise God. Men died on the earth, amen. Some men could have gone, would have gone to hell as well. But all of those transactions did not involve the things which God was keeping on the inside for man. All of those things, why you ask me, why did they happen? What were they happening for? They happened for the scriptures. They were, those, all those happenings were for where the operations of the spirit upon the earth to, to, to bring forth the script. So that's why you will see in those dealings with such men, you will see the character and wisdom and nature of God being made manifest. But it was not manifest with the release of the things of God. It's manifest for the purpose of an example for the scripture. Does that make sense? That's why you can go and read, study Israel. As you are studying Israel, just their journey, you are studying salvation. In every step of the nation, there's a revelation for the soul about God. When you lay out the whole map from Egypt down to the promised land, you lay out the wilderness, you are seeing wisdom. Imagine a whole nation of how many people living out wisdom, divine wisdom of God. When you have that kind of operation, it means that operation was authored. It means that God was okay, Holy Ghost to communicate this thing now. How do we how do we you know what they were discussing was scripture? Yes. That's what I believe. Before right until the time came when it was the season 
for the for for the reality of those things in terms of the access to the properties in God to now begin to flow to man. Praise the Lord. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you? Praise God. So, so Abraham, God blessed him, like we're reading here, and said that, In blessing I will bless thee, in multiplying I will multiply thy seed, as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of the enemy. Now, when, when this is happening, now when God is saying this, you can now see that God is saying many things at once. God is saying that I'm going to release the spirit of blessing over you. Mm-hmm. Now, the purpose of that, the release of the spirit of blessing is, is to achieve something in the reality which will happen much more, much more later as a result of this seed he was speaking of. And Paul, by the help of the Holy Ghost, interpreted it that that seed is not seed as of many, it's seed as of one. And that seed is Christ. Amen. Now, that seed was, has a character, a nature in it, which should manifest in reality. But before time, there has to be the, the, the scriptural manifestation of this blessing. Abraham. Now, let me tell you, you something. With praise God. Hallelujah. There is no way, and this is God's own pattern. There is no way that God will bless man outside Scripture. There is no way that God can bless man. Scripture is, scripture is God's choice. It's, scripture is God's choice. The way God chose tree. Are you getting me? Now, when you see tree, to me, when I see tree, I see scripture. The word scripture means something that is scripted, scribed. It's a script. Script means it means the script has to do with definition of paths and patterns which something that is evolving should follow. Something that is, that is moving, praise God, should follow. That's the meaning of scripture. When you think about the definition just beyond this, this a book, the meaning of scripture. A scripture is a work. It's a, it's, a scripture is like a map. A scripture is, is a pre-written and preordained order or preordained path that should be followed to achieve something. Yes. Praise God. That, and to me, that's the same thing when I see a tree. is the same thing to me because a tree is a manifestation of a script that was written in, in a seed. Right? So when, when you see a tree sh- showing the way it is, the tree is just saying, this is what was written inside the seed that I'm coming from. And it will not do something else. Are you getting me? So when you say the tree of life, 
right? The tree of life is the manifestation of the script of life. Yes. The tree of life is the manifestation of the script. So the concept of scripture existed as existed before. Scripture has been in God. It's just in what way should the spirit did the spirit choose to now bring it out in portion, in measure, based on what they want to achieve, it can allow them to be to be manifest on the earth. Amen. If you want to, if you want to see the, the, the flow where scripture is coming from, you have to go to the end of the book, in the book of Revelation chapter 22, when he, he showed me a pure river of water of life. Are you seeing that as clear as crystal that's proceeding from the throne? So then he now said, and, and on the street of it, and on either side, you now saw the tree of life, which beareth his fruit in season. So, so the, in chapter, the, the tree of life we saw in chapter in chapter 1 of Genesis is in chapter 22. They now revealed where it comes from. You know, they mentioned it in chapter 1 of Genesis. You saw it was there. Amen. We know that the seed was in the ground before water came. And the water caused the seed to come out. But they didn't talk about the origins of the content of that thing. But in chapter 22, they now show the... They now talk about the origin from where the tree, because the water, the tree is, is growing out of what the water is supplying. Yes. So in chapter, in chapter 22, you see, um, you see, you see the, now do, let me tell you something, do you know that it's possible, it's possible for you to have growth without necessarily maybe soil. Yes. Right? Yes. Soil. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, when you see the soil, the soil um, is just something that can hold the seed, trap the seed. Right. The soil also has nutrients to feed the seed. Yes. To give it nutrients, praise God. But whatever nutrient the soil is giving the seed, it those nutrients, if it's way it can be extracted into water. It's, it's actually really water that is moving into the seed. Because the, the soil, the tree, the roots does not take in soil. What the the root extracts from the soil is actually moisture that inside the moisture contains the nutrients, right? So when you pour water on the water the ground, it makes it uh, it receives nutrient from the soil. The water does that, and it, it takes that nutrient into the tree. Praise God! But the the life of the tree was inside the seed. Are you getting me now? You see that water that is going into the uh, going to the seed or the plant. Um, in order to cause germination to happen, you need water in the soil. Amen. But you don't just need water in the soil alone. So the purpose of water is not only carrying nutrients to the, to the plant and to the seed. That's not the main purpose. In fact, in the germination process, the purpose of water in germination is to activate the, the information in the seed. 
So water has to go in there. You can take a bean up. We've done that experiment before. Yes, Have you ever seen beans growing without soil? Only water. Germination. You've seen that, sir. Right? So there's a way you can put the soil, beans in a place. There's no soil or anything. It means that all the bean seed had is just its own genetic information inside it. But it's just waiting for water and the right climate. And once that happens, it will begin to release its information. So that means that water can carry content. It's, mm -hmm. Water is actually the carrier of life. That's what water is. Praise God. Before water, physical water was made, water is a concept in God. You know, you know when God was creating his wisdoms that he already has, I said, let's see, let him manifest in this way. So there's something spiritually called water. Water is the, in the spiritually, is the solvent where properties can mix and flow. And you have such a thing in the spirit. So there's something you call the waters of God. The waters of God is the solvent that carries properties of God, of his life. So you now, you now see why out of water flowing, tree can be growing. As opposed to, you know, we've seen tree growing from the ground in Genesis. In, in the, the scripture, there's also been mention of the tree of life in the garden of God in Eden, which implies there's a ground there. But in chapter 22 of Revelation, you now saw a different picture that water is flowing and trees are growing from it. They didn't mention soil or anything, but what they mentioned is the water. That out of the water. So it means that instead of... They don't, so it means that those trees, to me, they are not growing out of seed. It, in itself, they are growing purely out of water. Praise God. Are you, are, you seeing, are you seeing that? So, and that water, you now saw the pure, the pure source of the water. When you trace it, it's out of the throne. A pure river of water, of life. Are you seeing that? Why would the tree of life grow out of the water? Because it's the water of life. So, water is a solvent that has something inside it. It's a, so this water in, the, they speak about in chapter 22, it's not just a solvent, it's now a solution. Yeah. That word, what is a solution? A solution is a solvent that has received what? Ma materials that has mixed inside. Mm -hmm. So that water is a solution of life, mm -hmm. right? That was flowing out of the throne and it can cause the tree of life because it, in it, it has all the properties of the tree of life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So the concept of script, so in that chapter 20, 22, 22, that's where you see the, that's where the Scripture. Yes, sir. Sorry. That's where the scripture Yes. So what was flowing inside the water is the scripture. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yes. 
Now, that scripture is not necessarily all in God. It's all that has been allowed to flow. Yes. To flow that can grow up to a tree for manifestation that can give access to that life. Ah, good, perfect example. Perfect example. Why am I even trying not to use my language to describe too much? So you just need to... You're being blessed anyway. So I'm using the botanical life to describe it. When you look at the animal life, it's not... It's, you won't see... It's not a solid seed. It's all water. Are you seeing that? The seed of a man is, is water. It's also seed, yes, yes. but it's not. You don't need to. It's not a solid that you have to. That has to mix with water. It's already a river, yes. uh-huh. yes. like that. Wow! Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a perfect yeah. example. So just to show you what that that water of life is. So so the, so a tree can grow. So it means a man with flesh, everything can grow out of stream of water. Praise the Lord. So now that thing that is, that is flowing is the content of what is scripted. It's already scripted. It's written. It is already a volume. A volume means it's a, it's a specific, it has boundary, right? It's a, that's what the book of Hebrew referred to as the volume of the book. Am I correct? That the, here, here I come in the volume. Let's read that place in the book of Hebrews. Amen. <clears throat> Chapter. Praise the Lord. Sorry, chapter 10. Eh? Amen. Amen. Say, in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. Okay, let's go back. Um, verse 4 says that for it's not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Therefore, when he cometh unto into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. Then I said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me, to do thy will. Oh God, praise God. So he's talking about him, okay, being a substitute for the sacrifices of of bulls and of goats. We see in verse 4. See, God is not, he doesn't want bulls and goats anymore because bulls and goats cannot give him what he's looking for. But rather, he's looking for a different sacrifice. Amen. And that sacrifice is. God is looking for a living sacrifice. Mm. Now, living, not physical life. Mm. 
living according to his own life standard. Do you, do you understand? You have to uh, now put this with he, um, Romans chapter 12, praise God, where it says that we should offer us by the mercy of God to offer up our bodies as a living sacrifice. So body can, can constitute sacrifice. Now, like I said before, God only accepts body as sacrifice. That's what he was trying to teach with the sacrifice of body of animals. Do you understand that? The sacrifice of God are bodies. God does not accept. You can't sacrifice your soul to God. God will not accept it. God will say, oh, if you want to bring your soul, so God, my soul inside me. God will say, okay, that's fine. I love that. But in that form, I love what's in your soul. But, and it's good. In, in that form alone, I can't accept it. Allow what is in your soul to flow into your body. And then do it. By doing it, you are offering the sacrifice. Praise God. So, you know, in other words, it's, it's, it's something that has been done that is sacrificed. Anything that has not been done is not a sacrifice. Right? You've not sacrificed it. So, I beseech you by the mercy of God that you do what? Present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God. Holy and then acceptable, which is your reasonable. Our reasonable means that is the service that makes sense. That is the one that is reasonable. <laughs> Any other kind of service is not yet making sense. <laughs> God. That word reasonable means that this is the this is the acceptable service. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable self. So it's the service of your body that is the that is reasonable to him. So the sacrifice you've given to God is this life that has flowed into your body. Right, that is where God collects the sacrifice from. You were quoting that where is workmanship, Ephesians chapter 2, who are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. But it was before ordained that we should walk in them. That we should walk in them. That word walking in them is how you are offering to God as you are walking because it takes the body has to walk. Yes. Amen. Amen. The body has to do what? The body has to walk. Has to walk. Praise God. Hallelujah. This language can be a bit tricky. You have to really explain it. I have to explain what I'm saying. When you hear body walking, someone can be thinking of the body has to be walking or something. Amen.
Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone cannot, somebody cannot read the scriptures. Let's say you get all this revelation about everlasting life, about the life of God. Mm-hmm. And then let's say you are just locked inside one room somewhere. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? You're inside one room somewhere and then you will get all this revelation. You know it. Revelation has come. Angelic visitation. Everything is coming to you. Visions. All kinds of things. So when it comes to in your heart, you you know the revelation and all that. Are you getting me? But you know what you will not find is that that man who has been laying that revelation all this time, he has finished everything and to to his own knowledge, he has has accepted everything and everything is done. If you start set unlock that man, set him yeah. loose, yeah. you will start doing things that are different <laughs> from all that revelation yeah. that he has been locked inside the rooms mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you getting now? Why is he doing all those things? It's not that the body by force. He said, No, we are not going. The boy said, We are going to do this today. It's not that. <laughs> so, so, when I'm saying body, you need to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It's still soul, but. Yes. Yes. Is that? Say it again. The spiritual expression. The expression of when you say done in the body, the deeds that are done in the body. Now, what God is looking at is not how many times did you give, how many times did you. That's not the when they calculating your deeds done in the body. It is. It is still the inward man that they are looking at. But they are looking at the the has those things acts gone into the inward man's usage of the outward man praise god now the way you know because when that what, what could make such a man now begin to go against what he has been learning is because they are physically you've been shielding him from yeah. the earth. Yeah. Yeah. You've been sh- and if you've shielded a man from the earth, you've shielded him from the environment where that soul really gets his training from. So even though the man inwardly is convinced that he has agreed with all the revelations of God, the truth is that he can't really know. That is the reason why God created earth. Earth is the realm where the truth of the reality of man's state will manifest. It is, the earth is empowered to bring out what is in man. Make the real thing in man show on the outside. That's why you see in the book of 1 John. He said, he that doeth righteousness. Is right? That was the definition yes. of, of righteousness. That is that don't check. It's not he's thinking righteousness. It's not who thinks he knows righteousness. It's not he who has been righteousness has been revealed to. Now, we know for a man who is doing righteousness, at some point he has been receiving the revelation of righteousness. But that alone, there's no proof that he is righteous. If all about righteousness is the revelation of it. What makes you know he's righteous is that he's a doer of it. 
Because the earth is what proves. So when you say, that's why what God offers must be body, is that for it to manifest in the body, it has gone through the faith. It has been proved yes, that it is real on the inside. So righteousness that you haven't done is not proven yet. As it's not proven yet. Does that make sense? So this whole thing we are talking about body, please don't misunderstand, okay? It's just, it's still, uh, what you say, ah, this pastor has left uh, salvation of the soul. He's not talking about something else. He has gone into religious, uh, <laughs> he has gone into works. <laughs> so the devil can say all kinds of things, praise God. And that's how the, that was the accusation against James, right? When James was saying, look, faith without works is dead. <laughs> praise God show me your faith me I will show you my works and I will show you my what by my works I'll show you my faith by my works so if you take away the works we cannot trust the faith so if you say I have faith you are doing something else that are not works of faith then you really don't have faith go back and check what you have go and examine yourself whether you are in the faith so you show faith by your works. By works. What are who what are the works? The work is what you are doing on the earth. Okay, think, let's think about it this way. Let's see when we are saying deeds of the body. Think about it this way. Don't think about flesh. Think about it as how what you are doing is affecting the earth. Yeah. Right? The guy who is in one room not, not relating with anybody is not affecting the earth. Yeah. And the earth is not affecting him. He's shielded away from the earth. Praise God. But now expose him. Not even bringing you out of the room. Just give him a phone call. Your your auntie is calling you. Take. (laughs) Praise God. Just just give him a little break from his revelation. And say, you're who? You're who? Maybe the... The auntie who raised you, who paid for you to go to school and everything, she just she wants to just greet you. So he so just talk to his auntie. Now the auntie is not in the room. She didn't even show physically. She's not there physically. What she can say? Hey, Tunde, what have you been doing since? Where have you been? We've been we've been waiting for you. We've been looking for you. You know that thing we're going to discuss. We're all ready. I've gathered all the people and everything. We're waiting for you. Are you get what I'm saying? She can transport another thing through the phone, just conversation. She can bring in what? Amen. Then after he hangs up the phone call, he didn't go anywhere. Not he didn't see anything. He wasn't tempted by anything. It's just someone talking to him. Are you getting me? Then he can now begin to. Does that conversation can bring in another world of expediency that challenges all the revel- some of the revelations yeah. that maybe before he has said all that matters is just this throne. I must stay in this room until I sit on the throne. <laughs> Praise God. And then his auntie has brought other matters that doesn't involve the throne to him. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> no. you, but no, he still seated there. Body was not involved, but there was just an interaction with the earth. There's a, a, a conversation. So the way, the way earth mainly interfaces is through conversation. Before 
the physical body begins to do things. It's about the conversation of the earth. So for him to be to be sure that he has that those things have become his life, you must have set him loose in an environment in a in a world where he's constantly seeing arguments yeah. against that part mm-hmm. of of life that he has been seeing. Mm-hmm. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes, and he's been he's been interacting with the earth and let let's see what will come out of yeah. him yeah. in terms of his deeds, yeah. his decision making. And the life that is living. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So this place, when they said that in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 7, then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. Where it is what? Written of me to do thy will. So I'm coming in the volume. I come in the volume of the book. I come, lo, I come. So me coming as an answer of a sacrifice that can please God. I'm coming according to what is scripted. I can't come in any other way. If I come through any other way, I will not, I will not be a sacrifice to God. I won't be a, a pleasing sacrifice to God. So I come in the volume of the book where it is written of me. It is written of me to do what? Thy to do will. thy will. Oh God. Oh, oh God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's go back to Genesis. So the Lord blessed Abraham. That in blessing I will bless thee, in multiplying I will multiply thy seed. That's chapter 22, verse 17. As the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and then thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. So when the Lord said this to Abraham, something came upon Abraham. What came upon him was the spirit of blessing. The spirit of blessing. Of blessing, right? Came upon Abraham. Now, like I said before, a spirit of blessing is just a spirit to make things work as they ought to. Now, make things do what they are meant to do, what they are designed designed to do. So you begin to see this spirit of blessing operating in different kinds of ways in the lives of the people who have who are blessed by this this spirit of what of blessing now but there's a unique thing about the spirit of blessing there's a place it goes for there's something that it must put in place if it does not put that something in place it can't there will not be a fulfillment of the purpose of blessing what the spirit of blessing must put in place is he must he must put in place access to the scripture he must put in place what access to the scripture dealings with the scripture 
dealings with or scripture. Another word for scripture is will. Scripture means written will, expressed will. That's what like the life has been expressed, the will of the life. Lord, I come in the volume of the book as it's written of me to do that way. So what is written in the volume means the volume of the book contains the scripting, the scripture, the script of the will. The, the volume of the book is the script where the will is expressed, where it is written. Praise God. Now, what blessing, when the blessing comes first, blessing might be doing all that things though. You see, blessing is manifesting. In one little corner, is manifesting here. See, wow, this person is so blessed. Oh my God. Amen. Amen. But you might not really be seeing the full operation of blessing. Like you can come to Abraham's life at that time and say, ah, ah, see cattle. See, ah, ah, what is this? What kind of thing is this? Like the way the nations were marveling at Israel. What kind of a nation is this? What kind of a nation? Even in battle, in war. After a while, all the stories began to go around. All the nations around them. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The, and, and when the kind of stories that were going around about Israel that time. Even maybe things that didn't even happen. We had sort of to, to everything that happened. Hey! can just see when you want to fight them, a wind will just come out like this. <laughs> Praise God. Because of how they were in terror to nations. And, in, and in actual, what was the secret of all those exploits? It's blessing. Because they brought a, in, in brought a, pro, a prophet, a priest, Balaam. Who, I'm sure Balaam was a deadly priest that if that, I'm sure if he, if he causes you a curse, because his own method of cursing is different. It's not, I hereby curse thee right now, so God, no, 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 no. His own method of cursing is that when he looks at it, he investigates. Because he knows what curse, curse to curse means. What can we tamper with that can change you, chart you, put you on a different course entirely? It will, it will to hack you out of your destiny, you'll be doing something else. You'll forget that this is the reason why. That's the, so, so that's the, the, way, the priest. You know, a priest, the priesthood is an instrument of blessing. And it can also curse. So, so they brought him, okay, look at these guys. Balak said, okay, come on. Just one word. Just say one thing about these people. Let them change their course. And the guys, too. You have to go to a mountain, right? Go to a mountain and... When he beheld the people. Hey! What was he saying? He tried everything. When he opened his mouth, what will happen? <laughs> he begins to bless them. What is that blessing? I'm sure when he sees them, he was able to see into the spirit. was able to sight the spirit of blessing upon them. The spirit of their future. Now, this is a nation that God has blessed. Say, who God has blessed? <laughs> no man can curse. And it's possible that even Bala, maybe he, he might not even have seen the true blessing. He lingering. Yeah. Maybe what he just saw was the portion of the blessing that manifested. Maybe the, the part, portion of the blessing that was winning wars for them. 
that's making them indivisible, that you cannot break them, you cannot, they can never fail. So maybe what he must have seen is that in this guy's future, he is not seeing losing war in their future. He's not seeing that in the past. He's seeing too much, too much victory. Spirit of victory was around them. Are you, are you getting the idea what that blessing, spirit of blessing is? But, but you see, blessing, so the Lord was doing all those things with Israel. The nation on the earth, they were more blessed than every other people upon the face of the earth. But that was just one part of the blessing. It was manifesting in different ways. But the real blessing was about that God was doing in that time. Even though they were fighting or winning nations. But what, if you want to tell me, what was the main activity of blessing with Israel in that season? It's not necessarily the act, even though they were winning war, but it's the reason why they were winning the war. That's not really what the blessing was doing. The blessing that was resting on Abraham, that followed them, that was following them right from Abraham. Do, do, do you notice that there is a gap in the scripture before Abraham, after God scattered everybody? See, look at where Abraham showed up. What was happening before they found Abraham? There was a gap. That the scripture was not wasn't talking about any man yeah. for a while, yeah. and all of a sudden, a man they began to talk about Abraham. Yeah. What the blessing was doing was the was the crafting of scripture. So all those things he was doing with Israel, they were fighting was journey from Egypt, everything. That was the, even though the blessing was manifested in, I mean, manna will fall from heaven, their cloth was going on their body, they were winning all the wars, was picked to, to rock, water will come out. Every, you see, wow, what a blessed operation. But you see, all of those things, is, there is the ultimate operation of the blessing was the availability of the script. So those things that were happening to them were out of the scripture that of salvation that you turn the nation to act out behaviors that a soul that wants to be saved can read those things and gain wisdom of salvation The same is the same spirit. Yes, sir. Then that spirit, yes, sir. you see that same spirit that was in charge of all the books every time, all the seasons of men living. That spirit, he was hiding, just doing those things. But the time when he, he began to speak more about itself was in the book of Revelation, when that, that you know the, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show, and all of that. Praise God. Amen. 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 You now see when you say that let no man take away out of the prophecy of this book. And if any man takes away out of the prophecy of this book, the cause of of the book in the book will be are you getting what I'm saying? So when you see that book of Revelation, if that spirit is in operation, he now he now he now revealed himself. When they say the testimony of Jesus. Is the spirit of 
prophecy. It's the spirit of prophecy. Praise God. The testimony of Jesus. So, so you now saw a book. Revelation was the book where the hidden operation of the spirit behind the, the availing the scripture, bringing forth the scripture, now coincided with the actual the actual writing or giving of the <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay, how do I explain this one now? Um it's like you're you're writing a story of your life, right? Yes, you are sitting down you're writing a story of your life. Yes, and you wrote it, wrote, wrote, when you were this years old, you were the other, 20, 15, 17 years old, 18 years old, and you, you wrote the story, you now, you now wrote, you now got to today. And you're writing about this moment, and at the same time, it's a script, it's a story you're writing, but it is coinciding with the activity that is ongoing at that time. So, in the book of Revelation, they are talking about the book, but the book they are talking about is not necessarily the book of Revelation, per se. It is the book that contain the spirit that contained the script of God, the revelation which God gave to him to show unto his servants. So that book is a book of revelation, physically called book of revelation, but it's about the revelation in the spirit that is given. So when he says, talking about, don't change the prophecy of this book, it's as if they're talking about the book of Revelation, which is true too, in a sense. But it's not just that, it's also talking about the script, the spiritual script that was written. Uh, Are you getting me? Praise God. So, Abraham, so you see in Abraham's life, the blessing was, was there, and throughout his generations and his times, amen, amen. and his generation and offspring, you saw that God used his offsprings mm-hmm. to do what? To, to it, it was, the scriptures is, is, is the script about a blessed people, the whole Bible. Really, it's about the script of a blessed people, right? Mm-hmm. And their dealings. Mm. The, a blessed people and their dealings. Mm. Yes. You won't find, the Bible just takes a break and go and be talking about one nation somewhere, else, their king, their own system of governance, and yeah. praise God, just something unrelated. Yes. It's Israel. This is Israel's book. Yes. It's always in relation to yes. God's people. And you know, all of the whole nation, all of them came from the loins of Abraham. Yes. So they all carried the blessing. It was being passed down, passed down, passed down. You see, father, generation to generation to generation. So it's to Abraham, Isaac. Abraham, Isaac. Abraham had other children, but Isaac took it. Yeah. God was watching who we give it to because those parts were sent because some of the other nations had their parts were so different. God has to channel the blessing. Then Isaac took it. Then after Isaac, 
You had, they had two sons, Jacob, Esau. He has to find the right one who will carry it. Then Jacob. Then when Jacob carried it, God locked it and said, okay, this is the one we are going to multiply into a nation. So they, God dealt, did everything with him till he came face to face with the blessing. They had to make him wrestle for it. He wrestled with the angel. I won't let you go unless you bless me. means they had to prove his, his commitment to the blessing. Do you think a picture is of fighting with the angel? Will you fight with the angel? Say, so what, what concerns me and you? You want to bless, bless. You don't want to bless. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The guy held the angel down from night till morning. Then when he did that, it's no problem. Now we can work. We can work with you. This was, it's okay. We can commit the blessing to this kind of a, a generation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It means all the genes. You know what it means to fight an angel from night till morning? It means he, I'm, I'm sure that angel was wrestling with him. You know what? Let's look. Is there any part of Jacob that doesn't want it enough? Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. There, if there were any genes in him that don't like blessing, maybe they would have showed up at us. When it's getting to like 2 a.m., one part just say, ah, we've tried now. Say we've. We have fought with this guy. They don't want to give us blessing. <laughs> I'm sure he must have taken everything in him. Means that means that they are, the things inside him they align with the spiritual heritage. They are they, they want the spiritual heritage. He desires spiritual heritage. Everything about him is willing to to wrestle for it. Said so then now we can now call you. They change his name from Jacob. To Israel. Israel means the people. So they named the man a people. From today you are now a people. That's your name. You are now a people. Praise God. Israel. The people of the blessing. Who are the people of blessing? The, the people who the spirit of blessing can use. To, to bring forth both the script. And inside him was also the actual seed. The blessed seed that will come forth. Amen. And then they sent him, the, praise God, he had children, 12 kids, praise God. Then, and you see, you see all those 12 kids, you know all of them were blessed? Yeah. All of them, yeah. all of them were blessed. Yeah. Praise God, but, but it's not a matter of where are we going, how are we going to make them multiply? Mm-hmm. Because it's all of them that multiplied yeah. into Israel, yeah. all 12 of the tribes. Yes, so if, but the, now the spirit of the blessing created a story of, Joseph being taken to Egypt, and after a while, the king not knowing him, and then they multiplied into a nation. No, it's one man who multiplied into a nation. And then the whole of that nation cannot begin to act out the scriptures of salvation. Why? Because of the spirit of blessing. It's something unique that no other nation had. No other, if, you go and, if you go and read any other nation, you, will, you can't end up with the knowledge of salvation. When if, if maybe there's one man who maybe by mistake one day is doing something according to that pattern, by the next day he has broken out. In other words, the life of the nations of the earth do not fulfill spiritual wisdom. When you t- check their part, it doesn't fulfill the wisdom of salvation. Israel was not an ordinary nation. No? They were not an ordinary. Imagine a nation who that God had to pro- produce them till they became many enough. They moved all of them into the wilderness. Left them there for 40 years. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Amen. The ones, and when you put them in the wilderness, that's called that some of these guys, not all of them are compatible with what we want to do. The ones that are not compatible, he made sure all of them die dead. God literally killed them physically. Are you getting what I'm saying? That means that those who had a contrary spirit. Amen. Amen. Then when the few who are left, I say, we are, we are already, no, oh, God moved them into the promised land. Are, are you getting me? Praise the Lord. Now, you see all of those things. Now, that's why we can read their part. We can read their way. We can read their course. And in reading it, in reading the scripture like Jesus did, what did Jesus read when he came? Which scripture did he read? What Jesus was reading, Jesus was reading the blessing. He was reading what was upon Abraham, how it acted out upon the nation, the people, over time, how it raised prophets who were possessed by the same spirit. You see, the, the prophets of Israel, they don't prophesy anything outside Israel. All of the prophets, take what is in their mouth, is the nation. The nation, that's what, that was their sight. That's what they see. That's what they prophesy about the nation of Israel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God. So, and so those scriptures, the, the scripture of the prophet is what Jesus read. That was able to, it contains everything that the Holy Ghost needs to raise the blessed man. To, because they want to raise an embodiment of the blessing. You must teach him the script of the blessing. Yes. Praise God. Now, this is the core of what I want to say just in a short time. We'll be done. What I want to tell you is that, you see, if you want to fulfill your purpose in life of why you were created, um, you, it is not outside... There's an ordained world, an ordained realm that God has designed for heart to connect blessing and to, to, to stay blessed, to remain blessed, to continue to walk in blessed until the blessing will push the soul into its eternal destiny. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, what Jesus Christ did, what he came, one of the things that Jesus Christ came to do was to open the... Right, I said something before, that in all of the dealings that God was doing on the earth, God was close in terms of what he actually wants to give. And that what he was creating the scripture for is for access into something. So, Jesus Christ came for that access to happen. A man must embody it. Adam was supposed to do, but Adam failed. He failed. Though the now said, No man had seen God at any time in John. But the, that only begotten Son, which was in the bosom of the Father. Remember also in the book of First Peter, chapter, chapter 1. Right, that, that of this salvation, say, you should the, uh, uh, gather the loins of your mind. That was later. But before that, he said, Look, sorry, the end of your faith, 
the salvation of your soul, then of which salvation the word the prophet inquired and searched diligently, which prophesied of the grace that should come to you at the revelation of Jesus, right? So what and what manner of time? Yes, the spirit of Christ, which was in them, this signified when it signified of beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. Unto whom it was that not unto them, but unto us, did they minister those things which was reported unto us by the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which to look into, which was reported to us by the Holy Ghost, which was sent down from heaven. Now, you see that Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. <clears throat> Praise God. Hallelujah. Receiving the end of your, of your faith, the salvation of your soul. So the prophet, they inquired and searched diligently. Are you seeing that's what they are? That was the spirit of the of of they were prophesying concerning the prophesied of that grace that should come to you. Now, shall I tell you what grace is? Grace is what grace means grace is what connects the reality. Grace is access. Sir. That thing that God kept, only grace, grace is the key to that door. Wow. That's why in John chapter 1, they were saying that the law came by Moses, which couldn't access it. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Of his fullness have we received grace for grace. So that grace and truth, which came by that man called Jesus, is a man, grace is the thing that can make a soul access the reality yes, of things that are in God. Yes, so Israel were fulfilling the script of those things. Mm-hmm. Even this prophet were fulfilling the script of those things, but none of those prophets had this commodity mm-hmm. called grace. grace. Grace is a thing that must enter inside a man yeah. that can make a man connect the things of God. Yeah. In fact, those things are grace enveloped. Mm. Yes. They, f- they move by grace. Mm. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. So, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently to pro- who prophesied of the grace that should come to you? Searching what? Or what manner of time? That spirit of Christ. Are you seeing the spirit of Christ that was in them? See, what does this mean? Ah, but we're not born again. What do you mean, Spirit of Christ? In fact, you will let your religious mind or scripture mind will say, this thing should have said grace of Christ that was upon them because it wasn't in them. That's the way you process it. No, but it was in them. When you say Christ, the Spirit of Christ 
was in them. Those men, those prophets had spirit operating in them. Not in their spirit man having spirit. He's talking about spirit in walking in their soul to prophesy. It was the spirit of Christ, right? In, in St. Peter himself, I think in chapter 2, he said that, that, those, that those men, that he said that all scripture, no, not, not, it's Paul who said that to Timothy, that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. That was the inspiration of God, right? And it's profitable for, for reproof, for, corre- for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and then for instruction in righteousness. Yeah, that's, that was Paul to Timothy. Then Peter said that prophecy came not by what? Will of man. Men spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. That move was movement from within. It was, a, it was actually the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, but which was actually the Spirit of Christ, which was in them. I was tearing up their heart to prophesy of these things. It was the Spirit of the blessing that was doing that. Praise God. So searching what and what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and then the glory that should follow, praise God, unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us did they minister the things, not to themselves, but unto us did they minister the things which are now reported to you by them that have preached the gospel to you, with who the Holy Ghost sent them from heaven, and said which things the angels also desire to then wherefore guard up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for that grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the this blessing, the way the blessing operates, when when for you to establish a few things, for you to Arrive at this dominion thing we're talking about, which is having the life, praise God, and it being finally finding expression in reigning in your body. Praise God. There's something that operates that whole process. It's that blessing, the spirit of blessing. Now, the spirit of blessing, we must be at home. Many souls are not at home with the primary nature. Of the spirit, that spirit mm. that is bringing you blessing. Mm. Yes. Oh, the spirit of blessing. What am, I, what am I saying? I'm saying the spirit that wants to make out of your life mm-hmm. what it is meant to be. Mm-hmm. That's what the spirit of blessing is. Mm-hmm. Many men live their lives, mm-hmm. but they never move into the path which God. Every man that got on the earth was made for the life of the spirit. Yes, Every man on the earth was made to live out this life and to fulfill it to the end. But not every man will do that. Those who will end up doing it are those who have have been availed, who have come under the privilege of being being given access to, and they've come under the hospices of the spirit of blessing, which is the spirit that should empower men to fulfill their what? Their divine destiny in God. And then we also that the fundamental... The basic character of the spirit of blessing is to furnish the soul with script 
furnish the soul with what? What do you call script? Script. You can call script also seed. You can also call script seed. You can call script the word. You can call it will. You can call it even law. It's about that writing. So this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel in that day. I will put my law in their mind. And I will write it upon their heart. Are you seeing that? That is, that is the nature of the spirit of blessing. What? Because any man who... Let's say you remove that process. No, that man can never turn out to be what he's meant to be in God. So, a man who is blessed, that is the first sign, the first thing that the spirit of blessing does to a man. He, the spirit of blessing, the blessing upon a man, amen, amen. the blessing upon a man, that's what we just read about. The grace that should come to you at the revelation of Jesus is, is brought by that spirit. That spirit comes to organize and manage the relationship with the script of the blessing. Is the administrator, is the spirit that manages the inward heart posture, the attitude, the, it arranges the inward classroom of the, the giving of the script. So, and the devil wants to always break that operation inside of men. Deconstruct, imagine maybe a classroom where students are supposed to be learning. Come and bring a teapot, come and pour gravel inside the place. Bring some, yeah. praise God. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it's not gravel, sometimes build swimming pool there. Yeah. Create a soccer football stadium instead. <laughs> instead. Yeah. And go pose where they can play football. Yeah. The Satan has done, and it is souls. You can picture souls. Some souls, the, their classroom inside where they should be learning the script of the wheel. When you go there, what, will have, what, what do you see? The amusement park. <laughs> praise God. Who, who built it? Evil spirits. <laughs> right? They built amusement park inside there. Are you curious? So, so the kind of feeling, motion, movement that should be happening, response. You know the, you know the, the spirit of a, of a learning environment. When you go to the university, there's an, there's an ambience you get in the, in the uni. Is that the same ambience you get when you go to National Stadium of <laughs> it, it's, it's not the same, am I correct? Or you go to Disney World. <laughs> can, you, can you go and study... Go and study aeronautic engineering in Disney. Let's say the way, the ambience, the way everything is going on right there. You want to come and study... The spirit of, the, of aeronautics engineering... We'll be fighting with you. We will follow you there. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of you have tried to, to you know? <laughs> Praise God. Have you ever tried to maybe study and watch TV at the same time before? Sometimes I see that. they deceive themselves. Something with that. There's a way. There's a way. A secret way. Multitasking. Just multitasking. Your presence. Those are two different things that don't, yeah. that don't mix. mix eh? The world of entertainment and the, and the world of, of, of learning. They are not the same, but, but inside our heart, 
It is a way it ought to have been furnished and prepared. Inside our heart, the school of the spirit is supposed to have been furnished with the, all the chairs and the, and the, and the textbooks and, every, and the laboratory and everything for where the, 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 the teaching and the schooling of the script of the spirit, of the life of the spirit is supposed to occur. So a soul that's not enjoying blessings, a soul that whose inward environment is not compatible with the, with the school of the spirit. And these are most men on the earth. Imagine how much it takes to hack down a man inside of a man to a point where they have become compatible with the ministry of revelation. For many of us, things had to be done. I remember when they were hacking down things inside of me, and by now I'm still that they have not even finished. Maybe inside my own school, maybe it's just one temporary classroom that they just make, make, make shift, you know, so that something can be happening. Maybe the rest of the building, they still need to go and prepare. And, but I, I imagine I see all of us, uh, when I see our souls, I'm seeing a future mm-hmm. where our entire facility on the inside has been recreated by the Holy Ghost. You become, you become a revelation, you have a revelation school on the inside. Where... They can, you know, you know, there are different schools can be in different states. Some schools where you will go, they'll say, ah, oh, we have a desk, or we are, and, amen. See, okay, what about textbooks? We don't really have textbooks yet. We just try to manage. Some schools, they have textbooks, but they don't have laboratory equipment. There's no, there's no funding from the government to provide. So there's only little you can do. You will just teach the theory. Some of us, we are equipped with only books. We are not equipped with laboratory equipment. We've not done any practicals of, of the life of God, of the life of the Spirit, because they've not furnished our inward learning environment fully to, to a student who has, amen, a student who has, sorry, this is the one me I know about, a student who has solved the circuit on the paper before, an electric circuit, is not the same thing as a student who has built a circuit and plugged it in and it worked. They are not the same. In terms of who, who they are. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not the, the first day that I built a circuit and it worked in university. That day I felt like I, was, I just became a different person. But I've learned circuits, I've solved them, I've done, uh, praise God. Is, why, why did I say I became a different person? Because, the, you know, when. When the practicality of a thing, you've experienced the practicality of a thing. It's not there's something that it that does to you. Mm-hmm. You you have you begin you have a feeling of being a fellow yeah. of that thing. That you have a standing. No, if you've only seen circuit in textbook, yeah. somebody can easily convince you that this thing is not really so. Yeah. That in fact, the guy who when they were printing the textbook, there was one thing there that they forgot in the printing press. This is how it is actually supposed to be. But when you've done the experiment, you've plugged it in, it worked. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, were, so to, to be a practitioner, so that level of it doing it and it working is what you call dominion. It means that means you have the end of learning is to push you into the doing world. 
the reason for many of the classroom learning and all that mm. is to make you equipped for the lab, lab. When you go into the lab, you can do it in the lab. Amen. Amen. Then when you've done labs and labs and labs and labs, there's a world where they can graduate you into. That world is the world of God. That's where God is living. You know, God's world is not a lab. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Sorry, we are, we are just about to round up. I just want to just implant something. Amen. Amen. I want to communicate just one thing. Praise God. Now, this spirit, now, the, the problem with religion is that religion captured an idea of what a man who looks like God should be behaving like. And just let's go and act it out. Right? Like somebody who sees how engineers behave. You, but usually you don't really know. When you, when you, to you, what you see about engineers is that ah, that's the company where they work. When they come out, they always wear helmet, they wear this thing, they wear jacket. There's a way they always talk and everything. Praise God. Maybe you hang around the book where they eat. There's a way they always talk, you know, engineers. And then they go, then you imagine what they are doing inside there. Praise God. Then you can now go and buy your own shirt, buy your helmet, buy your boots and all that. Start talking like an engineer and all. But you have no clue what what that thing means. In order for you to really be that, you must go to the school. So religion is you are, when you have you have an idea from afar of the life of God, but you are trying to act it out and do it and behave that way, but you've never been to the school of Christ and of God to learn. It means you are trying to live the blessed life without submitting, coming under the environment of of blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the, the fundamental character of blessing is, remember in the book of Psalm chapter 1, he said it, that blessed is the man that walketh not in the world, or the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit, but whose delight is in the Lord. You see that man, that's the core thing. Because when he doesn't he doesn't walk, he doesn't stand, he doesn't sit, why does he not do that? Because there's something else. Delight. They now explain it further as he's planted by rivers of water. What is that water bringing? Is the water that is bringing the tide of the of the wheel, of the script. The water is the script of what that life should express. Are you getting me? That's the picture of a blessed man. A, a blessed man is a, is a man who is under the environment where the resources to live out the, the, the life that they are destined to live is constantly coming to them. That they are at home with that environment. He says, whose delight is in the law? The law. That word delight is a key word. Whose delight? I mean, his actual delight is in the law. Before any man will delight in God, he must have first have spent time delighting in the law. And he says, in that law that he meditates. How long? Days. Are you seeing the picture of a blessed man? 
So one would say, hey, Jeff, define a blessed man to me. To me, I, I see a blessed man as a man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law does he meditate day and night. If you ask me, who, okay, what is the man? A man who is going towards fulfilling the, 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 the destiny which God has reserved and written for them, which we saw in Genesis chapter 1, which should, makes a man should be made in the image of God. How will a man fulfill that? He must have delight in the law of the Lord as God. And in that law must he meditate day and night. What does it mean to be meditating day and night on the law of the Lord? Meditate day and night. David put it another way in the book of, um, praise God, in the book of Psalm chapter 89. In Psalm 89, let's see. Sorry, very quickly, praise God. <clears throat> Psalm 89, if you're there, say amen. amen. Verse 15, praise God. Hallelujah. It says, blessed is the people that know the joyful sound, that knowledge of the joyful sound. That is not, they don't just hear it. There are souls who hear the joyful sound. Sometimes they respond to it when they are in a good mood. Sometimes they do not, most times they do not, when the sound is coming to them. Now, for everybody who now, they don't just hear it, because every soul who has become born again, you have a potential to hear the joyful sound if you are around the vicinity where that sound is being sounded. Yeah. It's not everywhere that the joyful sound is being sounded. Praise God. Hallelujah. In most places, the sound being sounded is the sound of sorrow. Wow. Praise God. It's the yeah. sound of what? Sorrow. sorrow. What is the sound of sorrow? You know where they are doing obituary? When they are burying somebody, that is the sound of most of But that sound sounds like joy to, to, to yeah. the carnal man. Yeah. Now, if you know, most of the things that carnal men rejoice in, wow, make men happy. If you are able to interpret it in the spirit, how they see what's going on, what they are seeing is funeral. They are seeing songs of death being sung. What is that? That someone is dying, you are singing. Yeah, yes, sir. Even the person who is dying is happy and he's singing. <laughs> Is 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 death? Yeah. That is is a sound of sorrow. That's not a joyful sound. The, the joyful sound is a unique sound in the spirit. That sound, when angels hear it, they react. That's the only sound they really react to. Is a sound of joy. For a sound to be a sound of joy, it must contain tidings. Of joy, it contains news of joy, things that are good. For a sound to be joyful, it must contain things that pertain to life. Yes. Things that have to do anything that does not pertain to life that is that is of the real region of the dead cannot be joyful. Anybody who finds it joyful is a is because of ignorance that is not seeing that what he's celebrating is death. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so the joyful sound, he said, a blessed. So anybody who knows it now, they are not just hearers alone who can hear it and then maybe 
not take it seriously. They, they've, they've come into the school of that sound. Do you understand what I'm saying? That this is a blessed soul. When you say, ah, this is a blessed man. Who is a blessed person? A blessed boy? A blessed lady? Who is a blessed person? Is somebody who have come into the knowledge of a sound. Is a sound. I do not. When this, it's not every soul that what we are talking about constitute joy to them. Right? Some some people. This is just wahala problem disturbance. What what are the things that you can be doing by this time right now? You can count hundred things that you can be doing right now. You, you can mall mall is there. You can go to mall. You can go, look at the weather outside. You can be taking walk somewhere and stroll from downtown, stroll into Gatineau, come back, go, do all kinds of praise God. There might be a soccer game going on right now. Some guys are. I don't know what I'm saying. So those those things are joyful sounds to souls who are who are under the, a curse, a cursed soul. Those things are joyful sounds to them. A cause so cannot interpret you sitting down here listening to tidings of good things as 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 a, as a joyful sound. This is too boring. It's too wasting. Your, ah. In fact, once you bring it, ah, this sorrow can just cry. You're going to sit down here again for another how many hours? You know, listening to this thing. <laughs> But that same thing that you are calling this thing, a blessed soul. Oh my God. That thing you are calling it, that's what he delights in day and night. That is his own enjoyment. That's you know, his own en- enjoyment. I remember when this sound began to sound to me. Hey, Jesus. You know, you appreciate things sometimes more when. They just happen. You know why? Because at that point, you, are, you, are, you can make clear contrast. Mm. Well, sometimes when you've been enjoying Revelation World for too long, sometimes you even forget what, what you're enjoying. Yeah. Remember when first time I began to hear the sound of the word of righteousness? Oh, my. At that, that time, sometimes I can just come out of my house and just start walking. I'm listening to a message. And I walked for, I don't know how many kilometers. I, I forgot that I was walking. I'm just, oh my, my soul is just, Kai, what is this thing? This thing, this is what my soul has been looking for all my life. I'm, I'm gone. I don't even care about, to me, to me, I've walked three steps. But when you look at time, time has gone two hours. Ah, okay, it's time we start walking back now. Why we, how do we get to this point? Why? Because of, it's a, a rapture, it's a rapturous moment. It's a sound. When the sound began to open, the sound of righteousness. <laughs> Amen. That is the sound of blessing. That time, that thing, that was my first encounter with blessing. My first encounter with blessing. First encounter with blessing. To where you can, you can introduce a conversation about it of to a soul that does not involve corruption. It doesn't. You can bring a soul to an environment that, and a world that doesn't involve all the corruptible things. You know, the thing about the earth is that you always have to worry about them. Yes, that's, uh... Praise God. How many of you have ever worried maybe when you are, you are, you are 
you are meditating on the word of God, you are thinking about the grace of God, the grace on the left side of the throne, whether it's finishing, <laughs> whether it's running out. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Or maybe that, that pure river water of life that <laughs> before I get there, will it still be there? <laughs> or maybe whether. You know that, that, that tree of life, whether they say there's only 12 fruit there, but before, before man reached there. <laughs> you, see, you see all this conversation? But if I bring, if we are talking about anything on this earth, there's, it comes behind it, it's, it's evil, which is it's care. Think about me, oh. I can finish, oh. be quick, oh. come here. Come on, get me. <laughs> Anything that like that is not joyful. It's not joyful. Anything you enjoy, even think of anything you can enjoy in this world. Is it money? Is it fame? Is it entertainment? As you are enjoying it, you're angry, you are sad. Why? Because you know that that thing is not forever. The, the fact you just enjoyed it means it's finishing. <laughs> so so that's not joy. That's not joy. We've been so bastardized and abused to know. We don't know what joy is. Joy, you've not known joy until they move you into the world of things that don't end. Things that don't decay. Things that don't finish. Things that continue to end. Where they are flowing from, there has no beginning or ending. When you begin to they talk about that world. You are talking about a blessed world. You are bringing a joyful sound to the soul. If your soul doesn't find out joyful, there's something wrong with you. Praise the Lord. So blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day. All the day. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength. And in thy favor a horn shall be exalted. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, they shall walk, O Lord, in light of thy countenance. When you now think of this countenance, you now begin to... Uh, I remember the book of Numbers chapter 6. When the Lord said unto Moses, Stay unto Aaron and to his sons, that in this wise shall you bless the children of Israel. You know, Israel, they are, they are, you are supposed to be blessing them constantly. Because they are, they are a people of blessing. Yeah. So he was instructing Aaron and his son how to bless. Bless them. Say the Lord bless you and keep you. Then how, how, how does that blessing manifest? He will cause his face to shine upon you. And then lift up and be gracious to you. And then lift up his countenance unto you. And give, and give you peace. So, so blessing... The blessed life has to do with the enjoyment of the face and the countenance. Which is what is revealed in the school of the spirit. Is the unveiling of the face. And your veiling. What is, what is that face trying to do? The face is to, is, has to do with the construction of an image. To construct an image within the soul. That's the, you expose the soul to the face and the countenance of God. To what? For the construction of an, an image on the inside of the soul. Are we blessed today? This blessing, this blessed life, that's what Jesus tapped into. He understood it and it raised him. 
that this bless that's what his that was his message. He was communicating blessedness. What was Jesus' most popular message? Matthew chapter five. The beatitude. What was that? Jesus was just interpreting blessings. That was the message. That was the beginning of his sermon. After he, he went in, up to the mountain, drove the multitudes away. Whether Matthew 5, 6, 7, you know that was a teaching of kingdom, yes, really. Kingdom. When you follow the message, yes, it, it was really kingdom teaching. Yes, but it started with blessedness. So, introduction of every kingdom message is blessedness. Mm. You are introducing the blessing because blessing is what delivers dominion. Do yes, you want to reign in life and reign in God? Follow the blessing. Choose to live the blessed life. Choose to live the life of delight in the countenance. Praise the face of God and the countenance of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I hope you are blessed this morning. God did not create our souls to be wandering up in the, all the dry places of yeah. the earth. It's yes, evil sir. demons that do that. Yes, sir. God created <laughs> so Praise God. Hallelujah. Leaded me. And that's the, the, the eulogy about the shepherd. Yes. Psalm 23. Yes. The Lord is my, I shall not want. I shall not want. It's too, the shepherd is too blessed for you to want. Yes, sir. <laughs> Leaded me on the part of righteousness for his name's sake. He led me beside the still water. He restored my soul. Prepared a table before. He's in the, the work of a shepherd. That's how your life should be. All these things should be there. No, no, no child of God should be living just dry and without the sound, the joyful sound on the inside. He should be constantly living with that sound. Moving with that sound, being enriched by that sound, being increased by that sound, being blessed by that sound. Let's just begin to bless God now. Just pray.
Let's pray. Let's keep. We want to just connect with this the, the, this message, the spirit of this message. I want to to instill a blessing in our heart. Just commune with the Lord and connect with with the spirit of of the word. This word. Oh yes, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Keep praying, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that's where I am on the wings of your spirit. Father, we thank you. Thank you for today. We know your desire today is to impart, impart souls. As many, as many who are desirous of to move and to settle in the in the blessed place, in the under your blessing, Lord. I ask today, as many who are under the sound. 
my voice under the sound of your word. Lord, I ask that you will create a new climate Amen. over every heart Amen. and over every soul. Amen. I ask, Lord, for a restoration of the blessed life, Amen. increase of the atmosphere of blessing Amen. for every heart and every soul, Lord. Amen. Thank you for the grace that should come to us at the revelation of Jesus. For I let this grace come to every heart Amen. and every soul, oh God. Cause us to delight in the world, to begin to hear the joyful sound, to begin to walk in the light of your countenance Amen. every day and every night. And we will be like trees planted by rivers of waters that will bring forth its fruit in its season. Thank you, our Father. I decree and Release your blessing. Amen. And I prophesy and declare your blessing. Amen. Oh, upon the heart, every heart and every soul. Be blessed. Amen. May streams of blessing open. Doors, access of heavenly blessing. Blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Receive. Come, come. Come into that blessing Amen. and settle and Amen. stay. Your soul will remain in it. Amen. Your soul will stay in it. Amen. You will never stray out of it. Amen. You will never walk out of it. Amen. You will continue in blessing. Amen. And you will be fruitful. Amen. You will multiply. Amen. You will replenish the earth. Amen. You will serve it. Amen. You will have dominion. Amen. Father, thank you. We give all the glory to your name for today. We worship you, Thank you, Father. Take all the praise. Take all the honor. Holy Spirit, take this word and use it as you may, as you please, in the heart of your people. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Between the cherubim, shine forth. You Dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.